And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. The World of Mythbits. Welcome to this week's edition of the World of Mythbits podcast. I am your co-host, Mike Lutz. And I'm Stephanie Barty. How are you and Steph? Besides I'm good. <laughs> choking the death over over yonder. <laughs> I was in the middle of saying something when you started the countdown, so I had to kind of like I heard the the click. Oh shit! Gotta shut up. <laughs> I know. I was trying to catch you again. Almost nope. did. Almost did. Almost, I'm getting, I'm you're, getting you're, you're wise getting, to your ways. <laughs> I should shut those clicks off. That's what it is. You're you're getting too much of a heads up. No, I just. Getting wise to your ways. You're going to have to come up with bigger and better stuff. Uh, if I have to. Keep drink, Keep drinking. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, there's no fear of that, have her ending. Vodka? Yep. <laughs> Mason jar full of vodka. Moonshine. 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 There you go. So what's new and exciting? Uh, not a whole hell of a lot. No? I went down to a local coffee shop, the Grounded Coffee Company. There's a plug, because, you know, are they're they, awesome people. Are they sponsoring us? No. They get no plug. But they might. Really? They might. Will they? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well. I can't, I can't see, I was playing with tarot cards today, but I can't see in the future, so. Okay. It is October, so, you know, I'm getting my full witchy on. There you go. Well, he said, I, I, I had, uh, this morning when I woke up, when we're recording this, I said I busted out the runes. I haven't had those out in a long time. And I, I said, I, I pulled, pulled some out, threw them down, and I'm just like, hmm. All right. Yeah. That's get, about the face. Hmm. That makes sense. So that's about the face I had when I read them, when I saw them. Uh, ah. Yeah. And I was yeah. going to comment and say, yeah, pretty accurate, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it was, it was one of those things. Like I said, I used to do, uh, kind of a daily. What's the matter? I smell pot. Are you smoking in the house? No. Is no, your... I don't smoke. I vape and I don't do pot. Not in the house. Is your daughter? She's not even home. Maybe it's a pot-smoking ghost? It could be a pot-smoking neighbor. I'll just breathe deeply. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think secondhand smokes works that far away. I think You can just, get a con. No, you can, you can get, get... Well, you have to be near them, but yeah. you, can, you can get a contact high. I can, I, I've been a victim of a contact high before, but I don't think you can be, like, inside your house, in a house away... Either that or it's a skunk. <laughs> you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Well, okay. Skunk from a distance can smell like really bad pot. That's why they call it skunk weed. And the more you know. Ding. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, there, there is that. So, your neighbor's getting high in the... Uh, in the garden next door, which was, is, is, 
probably very, very soon or next next week. Yeah. Oh, the people around here do it like it's legal anyway. Well, this time they grow it. They really don't have to <laughs> worry about hiding it too much next week. And when it all, yeah, the seventeenth, it becomes legal on countrywide. Countrywide legality of recreational marijuana use. I never thought this day was coming. Nope. I said I I grew up enough like the oh, what was that one um, Reefer Madness. Oh my god! You remember that movie? <laughs> that actually, I remember that got played in my school. <laughs> As, as part of the, like, scaring us straight. Reefer Madness. Reefer they were madness. smoking marijuana cigarettes. Yeah. Said, <laughs> woe, woe be to anybody that smokes marijuana. And I'm just like, I'm watching this as a kid. I'm going, what? Why? Okay. And Dude, then, you have no idea what's out there. No. <laughs> You're worried about pot. Yeah. They said the pot, pot is like the least, the least of the worries right now, but. It's, I don't know how they say it's a gateway drug because you smoke, you get high, you get macrimated okay. to the um, couch. Unless, like, your p- local pizza joint is called Gateway Pizza. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, I I have I said I had a uh, couple friends of mine. One's uh, both the cops. One's retired. One's still on. And I said, talking to my, my one buddy that's retired, he goes... I love finding people that are high on marijuana because all they want to do is go home. They want to get chips mm-hmm. and go home. And I'm mm-hmm. going, I would, he goes, I would much rather run into 10 of those than 10 drunk assholes because the 10 drunk assholes, all they want to do is fight. So yep. eight out of the 10 are going to want to fight you. The other two are going to be female and will barf all over your shoes. Yeah. And cry. And, and, cry. and try and talk you out of giving them a ticket and stuff like that. Yep. But like I said, yeah, like I said, chips in home. I said, that's, that's fine. Like, no big deal there. Um, sweet, salty couch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, that's why most pot smokers smoke at home. Snacks are at home. You pre, you preload your snacks in the house. Mm hmm. And you turn on Spotify and get some good tunes going and just, Relax. Pretty much. Or, you know, you watch a really fucked up movie like The Doors. <laughs> <laughs> and understand it. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a couple, like, um, oh, what was that one? Pink Floyd's The Wall. Pink Floyd The Wall. The, um, there's that one Disney one where Mickey was the wizard. Fantasia. Oh, Fantasia. Yeah, you what? can't understand that unless you're high. No. You see, yeah, either, either get, a, get on, get on, on weed or mushrooms and watch Fantasia and it all makes sense thereafter. See, I've never done mushrooms, so I, I'm too paranoid. It's my, my paranoia bad. is because you can have hallucinations. That's the whole idea of mushrooms. I know. And I know what I come up with. All on my own, perfectly sober. Yeah. I don't want to see what my mind is going to create standing in front of me. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, you no. do. I said, I've been to a couple places out in the woods 
And I've been I've been high on pot and had to talk myself down. Yeah. Well, I've gotten see see there was that lolly interrupting me. I started a story and you jumped in there. Sorry. Your your podcast etiquette. Sorry. See, there's there's natural breaks to the conversation, and it's not when you want to talk. See, there's that natural break. You should have jumped in there. I'm not telling you not to talk. I'm just saying. I'm giving you the opportunity to finish your story. (laughs) You were looking at me like, well, no, I don't want to talk anymore. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's ever going to stop me. Come on now. Well, I I understand that. Be realistic. You got to be realistic about these things. So it's, it's fine. It's a six hour, six hour journey that you really dig. And then you're off to the races thereafter. I don't know if I could do six hours. Oh, if you, as soon as you do one gram, you're doing six hours whether you want to or not. Yeah, but now you see, they told me that about acid. I've never done acid. And it was the best eight hours sleep of my life. Yeah, okay. My date wasn't very impressed. Oh, you crashed and burned on your date? I did. It was Phil's and my first date. And you both decided to drop some acid? When when we met, he was, you know, heavy into the drugs and then all that scene and not anything harder than acid. Like he didn't do heroin or coke or anything like that. No. Um and we were partying with his roommate and his girlfriend, and I knew his girlfriend really well, that's how I met Phil. They kind of set us up. Blind and yeah, everybody every yep. Well no, I already knew him, but Oh okay, yeah. Okay. Um, and we all did acid, and I asked if I could put my head in his lap, and of course, you know, being a guy, is yeah, <laughs> and I, I did, and best eight hours sleep ever. He just sat on the couch and stared at the wall. <laughs> well, because he was tripping. <laughs> all right, well, okay. Everybody was happy by the sounds of it after. Yeah, that I had a good sleep. Yeah, no, I've, I've never done acid. Um, I don't think I've ever been offered. Uh, no. I can't say it's great because you know I slept. Most well, people don't. I, think, I did. <laughs> yeah, I. I know. Many many years ago, I I was at a festival and I was in the circle. I was drumming, and I think somebody gave me some mescaline. <sighs> yes. Yeah, and it was just like I I didn't know what was what, and I was kind of, <laughs> I was in the groove, and somebody dropped by. Hey, you want some of this? I'm like, sure, and boom, off. It's like, whoo. <laughs> All of a sudden, the world is technicolor. Yes, it was. You're, you're seeing in color and hearing in, like, yeah. 3D. I said, the uh, the guy that I was drumming beside, I don't think he's ever, like, we kind of, but when, when we, I think we both started to peak, we just kind of stopped and we look at each other like, what the fuck is going on? And we just went, I don't know, but let's keep drumming and we can't go wrong this way. And nope. And it was sounds it, good. Sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> said it was. It was probably some of the best drumming I've ever done because I was really fucking loose at that point in time, and everything was just flowing. And that's why I nope. I, I I found recently uh, edibles do me in in a big bad way, and <laughs> it's just I, I, either the potency of them. Or my age, age, or me being like 
just a weak little bitch. It just, it's <laughs> just, I, I, there was, I took some at a fest and it was just like one cookie, one little chocolate chip cookie. And it was just like, okay, you're done for the next <laughs> 14 hours. And I was just like, oh, okay. But, this sucks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I said, I, I remember sitting around the campfire. And I said, at one point in time, I said, I was looking at the fires, having a great time. I, I was having a great time. And then all of a sudden, like I said, I closed my eyes. Like I said, my eyes felt way too heavy. And there was just no keeping them open. And I just like, all right, down they go. And I was, I was wide awake. I was cognizant of everything that was going on around me. Um, <laughs> he just couldn't open your eyes. I just couldn't open my eyes or move. <laughs> and I, I was like, I had, it was like my ass got welded to my lawn chair. And oh, no. I just, I was just like, okay. And like I said, listen to everybody talking and drumming and having a great time. And it's just like, I'm here just like a hunk of meat. <laughs> That's just sitting in this lawn chair and I said, everybody goes, Oh, I think Mike's, Mike's asleep. And I would sit there with my eyes closed. And I'm going, no, I'm fine. Just leave me alone. And I went, oh, oh, okay. And like, I couldn't open my, I forgot how to open my <laughs> eyes at that point in time. That, that part of oh, my, my, my now. programming was like, got wiped off the hard drive. It was like, the, the, <laughs> Did not understand the concept of opening my eyes at that point in time. It was impossible. Impossible. I could have, like, built a rocket and flown to Mars sooner than opening my eyes at that point in time. It was... I forgot just... to breathe. Oh, no. Breathing was fine. Exhale. Yeah. I forgot to exhale. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Fill up like a balloon and then float away. I'm... No, I'm sitting there and I couldn't figure out why my lungs were burning and why I was feeling dizzy and just, I started panicking and I'm like thinking, what the hell's wrong with me? <laughs> and Dana looks over at me and she's like, what is wrong with you? And I opened my mouth to speak and went, oh yeah, I forgot to exhale. <laughs> she's like, oh, you're done. You are done. No more for you. See Lou is out of the circle. All right. See, that's where a good trip sitter comes in handy. Somebody that she's awesome. Keep an eye on you. Make sure you don't die or wander right. off. Yep. Like, she's awesome. That would yeah, she's good, right. Good trip sitter she's would out. like tie you uh, like tie your foot to your lawn chair. So if you do try to get up and wander off, you're dragging a lawn chair, and somebody's going to go, "Hey, where do you think you're going?" So. No, but she did take me outside so I could wrap myself around a uh, marble tombstone because I, I was going to float away. Oh. I just needed something big and heavy and cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was wrapped legs, arms, the, my entire body wrapped. We were at a, there was a Jewish mortuary. Like they sell tombstones and stuff. Yeah. So they had them all outside out back. So I, I wasn't actually in a graveyard. But I was wrapped around this tombstone, and I'm hanging on to it for dear life. Just to, okay, just come get me when you're done, and we're going back to your house. I'll be here, <laughs> hugging my new friends. <laughs> awesome. And that's when I learned, that was the time that I learned what my limit is. I, when it comes to smoking pot, I am a lightweight. 
two tokes. I'm a happy camper. Yeah. I am good for the next hour and a half. I'm giggly. I'm having fun. I'm laughing. I can still function. Yeah. Because I I don't like being too high where, you know, I can't figure out how to get Back out down. of my chair. Why is my daughter calling me? I don't know. Your phone, your, your video feed stopped too. Yeah, because I told her we're podcasting and she's calling. Oh, oh no. And we lost her. So we're just going to pause here for a second. But when I went to hang up, it connected the call and all I said is podcasting and hung up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I told her. Mommy's podcasting at 8 o'clock, so if you come home then, be aware. She probably... That doesn't mean call call me. Call to make sure to see if you're podcasting. I'm hoping she didn't get into another accident. That just crossed my mind. Well, if she did, she's probably going to be calling back right away. Maybe. One would hope. Although she didn't call me the last time she got into an accident. My brother did. Yeah, well, well, if your brother calls. Yeah. <laughs> that's, then I'll know that, that's the code right there. guardian yeah, if, yeah. you, if your brother calls, you're going to have to pick that one up. Yeah. Or if she calls back. <laughs> if she calls back. So, yeah. She's probably cursing me out right now. No. Teenager oh, cursing, yeah. out, cursing out a parent? Okay, uh, teenage daughter it. cursing out her mother. Never happens. Never happens? No, not in a million. Wow. That's... <laughs> I probably got cussed out by my kids. Not to my face, but probably somewhere oh, along. No, I've been cussed out to my face. Oh, mine, mine no better. My two out of the three. Uh, no. I never saw the oldest. He hung out in his room. Perfect. He would come out, you know, Eat like food. lunch. <laughs> Eat food, drop off plates, refill plates. Only drop off plates when we started hollering at him because we had run out of plates. You too, huh? Oh, it's like, okay, we have no forks, no spoons, one knife, and no plates. Could you clean your room? Why? And then all of a sudden, I have no room in my cupboards anymore for dishes because <laughs> they are all upstairs. Yeah, I, I, I have to do that with my... My oldest boy, too. Every once in a while, it's just like, we start... And it's not just the boys. The girls do it, too. Not so much here. It's it's the one boy in particular here that will hoard plates down in his... Like, he has a room in the basement, and he just, like, he'll bring a plate of food down, and it'll stay there for, like, a month. And then we start (laughs) running out, like you said, running out of everything... And I yep. go down there, I go down in his room and there's like a stack of everything. I was like, take that shit upstairs and wash it and put it away. Thank you. Oh, okay. It's just, I was gonna go to the, no, no. When? Yeah. When they sprout legs and walk themselves? Some, They've already done that. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they do sprout with some of the food left over. Just like, mm. I know. Like, no, you're not conducting a science experiment in your room. <laughs> Not happening. They do that shit in school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I, I've been there. I've been there. Oh, yeah. So, you said you had some, your, your crackling and stuff like that. Dave will, Dave will edit I us again. Some, am I crackling again? No, no, no. You were, I think you were moving something. 
That sounds like Wow, it. I that's that's my remote control on the TV. Oh, okay. This mic is good. <laughs> better not better keep my farts to a minimum. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything, but I have not. The mics Yet. are more sensitive than you. You got earbuds in. I have in. not. You would hear it secondhand. I would know what came out of my own ass. You would hope. No, I would know. Okay. Anyways, go on. Get on with your right. news stories there. Okay. So, I know you're a big whiskey dude. Well, you like yeah. your whiskey. No, you like your whiskey. You, oh, okay. you. I thought maybe you're like, making a crack at my fatness. I'm just oh like, no! What the what? <laughs> no, 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 no. You are a whiskey connoisseur. Is that better? Uh, no. I drink fan? whiskey. You're a fan. I'm a f- okay. Yes, fan. Connoisseur okay. is just putting way too much pressure on me. Just so, like Dave calling me Batman or something like that. I just like that was me. Yeah. Okay. On Dave's show. The last. Remember the yeah. last conversation? No, no. When we were talking about the comic book you got signed, oh, yeah, I yeah, asked yeah. you about, cause, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. so. Anyways. Came, came across this headline out of the UK, and it's about this bottle of 1926 Macallan Valerio Adami, which is a whiskey. Oh. I probably didn't pronounce that right. Probably butchered it all to hell. I know, I know McCallum. I know that brand name. And it's, as soon as you said that, I went, <gasps> I saw you shuddered. Yeah. It was just <laughs> like, a 1926 bottle. That's nuts. They call it the holy grail of whiskey. Yeah. And okay. it just sold for a world record of 848,750 pounds. That's Insane. A million and a million one Canadian? Now, the buy-in for the, just to get into the auction. Yeah. Was. Okay. The Holy Grail of Whiskey, which dates back almost a century, has been sold for a record-breaking sum at auction. The bottle of 1926 Macallan was bought for 848,750 pounds, including a hammer price of 700,000 pounds and a buyer's premium of 148,750 pounds. The whiskey, which fetched the vast sum due to its rarity, vintage and unique artwork, and it's a very pretty bottle. I can imagine. Had, had been expected to go for 700,000 pounds between 700,000 and 900,000 pounds. Its label was, was designed by well-known Italian pop artist, Valerio Adini, Adami. Uh, McCallan had commissioned Adami and Britain Peter Blake to come up with the labels for a very limited edition of 24 bottles. 12 carried the Adami label and 12 had the Blake design. It is not known how many of them still exist. Well, we know there's at least one. There's at least one. Yeah. The whiskey sold at Bonhams in Edinburgh to an unknown buyer (laughs) (laughs) is officially described as a six, as a 60 year old having been created in 1926 and bottled in 1986. Whoa. That is well aged. That is well aged. That, Oh, Oh. I couldn't imagine how good that tastes. I just, so then it says Martin green from the auction house said, 
I am delighted at this exceptional result. It, it is a great honor to have established a new world record and particularly exciting to have done so here in Scotland, the home of whiskey. They never let you forget. No. <laughs> no, they don't. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I, that's, that's, wow. I just wish I was that rich to buy something like that. But, like, but do you open it and drink it? No. But. But, I mean, what's the point in having this incredible whiskey if, if you not don't to open drink it? it. But, exactly. But you have to drink but it. But you just almost spent the mil. Oh, well, you would have spent over a million pounds. Dollars. With the premium. Oh, no, no, yeah, pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pounds, yeah, yeah, yeah. With with the premium and everything else, yeah. Just to get a hold of the bottle. Once you open it, it loses that value. But unless you're going to sell it again, the but, value but is you, is insignificant. But what does a million dollar whiskey taste like? Pretty freaking expensive. Uh, I'm thinking like real good. What are you killing over there? A mosquito. A mosquito has gotten into the the sanctum sanctorum. It has. Well, no, I'm in the living room, so. Oh, okay. There's oh. a man in the sanctum. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> midnight shift. Uh, oh, okay. So he's and he's back on eight, so it's eleven to seven instead of seven to seven. Gotcha. So he's up there so. sawing logs right now. Yes. Yes, but. A million dollars. I didn't ask you to do that. It updated my ad block, apparently. What the? Drunk birds cause havoc and crash into windows. That's a good story to follow up after a million dollar whiskey. I'm, I'm still stuck on the million dollar whiskey. <laughs> You're going to be stuck on that for a while. I know. Maybe if I won, what the, is- if I won the Lotto Max, that's $60 million. Would that be worth? Would it be worth spending one sixtieth when- of my winnings to get a bottle of whiskey? I think so. It might You'd have fifty nine million. You'd never spend that in never, a lifetime. Never say Well, never. you know, people say that and yeah, it's never, like, I, there, I'm gonna try pretty damn hard. Yeah, there there's a TV show about the uh, uh how how Lotto ruined my life oh, or something. Oh my like that. dream my lotto win life or something yeah. like that where they talk about all the crap they bought and now they're working at a diner. Yeah. Dishing oh. fries. <laughs> I won. I won the Powerball, two hundred and fifty million dollars. Now I'm broke. Like, yeah. How do you do that? But because you know they had gold, everything, and fifteen lo- cars. Yeah, and- there was that one. I think one of the stories I had heard about. Uh oh. Oh, I just converted the eight hundred and fourteen thousand pounds to Canadian dollars. Uh huh. One million three hundred and eighty-five thousand four hundred and three dollars and five cents. So one point four million Canadian dollars. Uh huh. Yep. G- wow. Yep. <laughs> Still worth yep. it. I'd drink it. You <laughs> won sixty million. Yeah. Oh, what a whiskey Wednesday that would be. Whiskey. <laughs> 
you would set the bar the bar extremely high. Oh well, okay. They never recover from that. See, the the bar that we set for ourselves is kind of high right now because Jason, um, Jason is the dessert master, and he he has set the bar really high what he, with what he calls uh, Donald Trump brownies. <laughs> They're are they? Or- they're... <laughs> no, but once, but once you hear what they're, they're spi- they're called spiced Mexican brownies. Uh-huh. The spice is cayenne. It's hot, like the spicy hot brownies. Ooh. Yeah. So we were, we were discussing these the first time and. It, it, it was decided that we had to throw them over a wall to get them to the uh, <laughs> to the Whiskey Wednesday movie night. So that's hence the name. Hence the name, Donald, the Donald Trump brownies or Trump brownies okay, thought, for short. I thought maybe they were orange pumpkin no. spice or something. No, there, like I said, there was a couple times you bite into it and you get into it like a pocket of cayenne. And oh, it's kind of like, Whoa. okay. But sciences are clear. Oh yeah. <laughs> so the la- the last one that we were at, um, the host is a spice aficionado. Like he grows his own hot peppers in his garden, like oh Carolina Reapers and these oh. uh, these Viper Doom things. We he actually made ghost peppers. Um. Yes. Yeah. He actually made this thing. Uh, like it was like a. A dry rub for whatever. And we called it doom powder because it's like cayenne and scotch bonnet. It's just like three different types of pepper. Dear God. Yeah. So he dehydrated them and then ground them up into a fine, like a powder or a salt or a pepper. He who controls the spice. Oh, he, he, he has like a, a, like a Tupperware thing full of it. And he goes, okay, you want to go easy on this stuff. And when he's saying you want to go easy on it, that Don't means... Don't touch it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> call the fire department and get some hazmat gear because this stuff is just like, is going to kill you. But like I say, he had a small um, teaspoon in in that. He goes, he takes a scoop. He goes, like, it's a full scoop, a teaspoon of it. He goes, see this? He went, yeah. He goes, this will kill you. <laughs> awesome. And I believed him. I believed uh-huh. him. So he dumped out half of it. Did you get it? Got him. Nice. I did. Yeah. See? Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> he dumps out half the spoon. He goes, see this? We go, yeah. He goes, if you take half of this. You will be on the toilet all day tomorrow, and it's not going to be fun. He goes, I know this from experience. We went, duly noted. <laughs> so he dumps out till there's maybe, like, just half of, like, a little finger thumbnail or a fingernail. Finger? Little, little finger. Okay. Fingernail, nail? half of that. Yeah. <laughs> on your pinky. On uh, a little nail. Pink, pinky nail on the end of the teaspoon. He goes, this'll do. Oh, he went, really? He goes, trust me. I went, okay. <laughs> so 
He made a homemade salsa. Then he made a habanero peach hot sauce. So, okay, he goes, this is how you do it. You get a, get a, get a chip, dip it in the salsa. So you get a, the salsa is hot already. So mm-hmm. you get a scoop of the salsa. You take the spoon and you spoon out some of the habanero peach hot sauce on top of that. Then you take the little tiny bit of doom powder and put it on top of that. And you eat it all at once. And I went, like, none of us, Did you? none of us wanted to, do, wanted to be first. We wanted to be next, <laughs> but we didn't want to be first. Because if the first guy died, we, were like, we knew not to try it. Yeah, so we, we, were, we were trying to find the canary in the coal mine. And so my buddy Jeff goes, fuck it, I'm doing it. I'm going for it. We went, oh, you're a brave man. So he fires one down the hatch and he just kind of like, he blinks. I went, did you go into cardiac arrest? He goes, he goes, that's hot. That's really hot. (laughs) So we all, we all pile up and I, and I get my, my chip ready and I fire it down the hatch. And it was kind of like licking the sun for the first second or two. (laughs) It was just like, you know how like you get some hot sauces, they can be like tip of the tongue hot or side of the tongue, like the sides of the tongue or Or lip lip hot hot, or like you wait a second and the back of your throat is on fire. This is like the whole face kind of burst into flames. (laughs) It was like, whoa. But it, it, like it wasn't, it was stupid hot, but it had flavor. It tasted good. That's that's where uh, Rob is uh, a stickler on taste. He likes the way things taste. He likes them hot. It's but it's tasty fire, not just straight fire. Yeah. And after a while, you like. I think the the anticipation of what could possibly happen to us outweighed how bad it really was. Oh no. But after, like you said, you, you take a couple and you kind of, I don't know if your body, your face goes numb. <laughs> it wasn't really numb, but I think you're, you get, you adjust to it. You're like, oh, okay, I know this this level of where the, this level of suck is where it's going to be. <laughs> so, and it looks like one of the you got to embrace the suck, and we just just started to fire him back, and and the conversation just spiraled into the gutter. Oh, sorry, but like I said, he 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 made a, a giant pot of chili that night as well, and there's like, oh my God. It, yeah, so there's like quarter chunks of jalapenos in the chili itself. And Jesus. He, oh yeah. It it was it was hot. It was it was very very hot that meal. And the next day you were all a bunch of flaming arseholes. Technically yes and no at the same time. <laughs> I like I didn't have like, I maybe had like one burp fired back at me the next day, but <laughs> our buddy, you got lucky. I, I, I did. I dodged that bullet. 
we were, we were, we were, we were texting back and forth. And Rob goes, can you guess where I'm texting you from? I go, <laughs> I go, you're on the shitter, aren't you? He goes, yep. <laughs> I go, you didn't make it. He goes, no, it's bad. <laughs> oh. But it was. I don't, it must be a guy thing because girls would never do that to themselves. Not overheat. Cheesecake, yes. Yeah. But, well, at least it, it wasn't that ridiculous like rob rob you said it was like licking the sun well maybe maybe a little <laughs> that been enough for, that would have been enough for me to go mm, you know i'm good no but you got used to it no you singed your taste buds See, they were just that, that's the same as getting used to it okay <laughs> Just one of those body defenses. That's all it was. It was. It, it worked out all right. All right. And that is our cooking portion of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Chef Mike. Oh, I wasn't the chef. I wasn't the chef. I was just. I brought the whiskey that day, so I was the bartender. Ah. All right. So, what else you got for us? Talk about the those okay. drunk birds. Drunk birds cause havoc and crash into windows. I'm thinking they were eating fermented berries. Yeah, that's always the way, isn't it? Okay, don't drink and fly. Tipsy birds cause havoc and crash into windows. A small police department in the U.S. has had a number... Why is it always the U.S.? They're just lucky. ...has had a number of strange calls about the boozed-up birds who were under the influence. <laughs> Tipsy birds have been flying into windows and cars after binging on fermented... See, fermented berries, police in the U.S. have said... The Gilbert Police Department in Minnesota has received a series of strange calls about the confused strangers who appeared to be under the influence. It is believed an early frost meant the berries had fermented earlier than usual, causing them to drink and fly. <laughs> in a statement, they said many birds have not migrated south, so it appears to be more prevalent than the past years. It appears that some birds are getting a little more tipsy than normal. <laughs> Uh, so apparently you have to be drunk to go south. <laughs> Officers said younger birds could not handle toxins as efe efficiently as more mature birds. It's <laughs> like a metaphor for humans. <laughs> Shit! Before reassuring concerned residents that there was no need to panic and that the animals would eventually sober up. They said people should not alert police about birds unless they see Big Bird operating a motor vehicle in an unsafe manner or Tweety acting as if 10 feet tall and getting into confrontations with car with cats. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, my God. What? People are calling the police department. Over drunk birds. Yep. How that is such a a, a poor representation of where just, we've come. These birds are drunk. Get off my damn yard! <laughs> oh my god! All <laughs> oh, little yearlings—they're still trying to figure out how to fly, and now they're drunk. <laughs> I thought maybe <laughs> if they like you like uh, get a disorderly conduct call or a couple birds are are. Getting into like a knife fight in the bar section of Minnesota or something. <laughs> no, those are crows. 
You know, it's a rough neighborhood when. Yeah, okay. <sighs> All right, so what is wrong with Minnesota? There's nothing because to do. I have another report of a man, only known as Chris, was spotted by two police officers in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota, as he crouched down at the side of the road to offer the squirrel some help. A driver stopped to give a squirrel CPR after fearing he had killed the critter with his car. CPR. It's not a cartoon. You can't blow in them and reinflate them. Well, you can't. One of <laughs> with like a if you had an air compressor and enough psi. Well, that's true. That's true. You can you can really inflate that some bitch. <laughs> One of the officers, named only as Jeremy, captured the moment on a body worn camera. And the video has gone viral after being shared on the department's Facebook page. And there is video. In the video, Chris tells officers he is worried he hit the animal with his car. As the police reassure him that the squirrel is probably tumbled from the pressure of the car. The squirrel eventually springs back to life and jumps away, leaving the officers to joke to Chris that he will be up for a life-saving award. Fuck. Well, you know, Chris is going to be petitioning City Hall... For no shit, <laughs> because I, it's probably on video. I am a miracle worker. I am the the second coming. Who knew Jesus was in Minnesota? Uh-oh. Ooh. Widow meets man given her dead husband's face in transplant. That would just be weird. <laughs> I would just... I don't... I, I don't know. Widow is meets the man who received her dead husband's face. Yeah. In a face in transplant. In a transplant. Yeah. That A woman says the woman says she has found closure after a tearful meeting with a man whose life has been changed by facial transplant surgery. A widow has had an emotional meeting with the man who received her dead husband's face in a transplant operation. Lily Lily Ross met Andy Sandness 16 months after the surgery, made possible by her decision to donate her high school sweetheart's face to a man who had lived for a decade without one. I mean, okay, it's noble and all, but... Still fucked up. Yeah! Mr. Sandness had put a rifle below his chin and pulled the trigger in Wyoming in 2006, destroying most of his face. Well, see, dude, you tried, you tried to kill. Okay, granted, you know he was probably having some rough times. Okay. He withdrew from contact. Yeah, I'm just going to leave that one. He withdrew from contact with other people after facial surgery left him severely disfigured, with a quarter-sized nose and a prosthetic nose, which subsequently fell off. Ooh. That would be embarrassing. But he was given hope when he made it onto a waiting list for the Mayo Clinic's face transplant program in 2016. And Mrs. Ross agreed to donate her husband's face. Her husband, Callan. Jesus, Murphy, my child just scared the crap out of me. (laughs) Sparks her e-bike in the back and all of a sudden I see these red and blue lights go by in my backyard. (sighs) Wow. So her husband, Callan. Okay, now this is the widow. This is the widow. (laughs) Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, Okay, so. (laughs) Hi. So now this is the widow's husband. Her husband, Callan, shot himself 
and died in southwestern Minnesota in 2016. So somebody who shot himself donated his face to another guy who shot himself. That was her alarm. Okay. Oh, that That's a weird sounding bird. He was probably drunk. The two men's ages, blood type, skin color, and facial structure were such a near-perfect match that Mr. Sandness surgeon, Dr. Samir Mardini, said they could have been cousins. Oh, oh, no, 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 oh. no, 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 hold oh, on, wait, 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 they were twins separated at birth at the orphanage. You know, I'm looking at the wedding picture of the wife and her husband, yep. and then I'm looking at the picture of the guy who got the dude's face, and it's creepy. You're going to have to post that picture up. They, yeah, I'll put that, I'll put, the, I'll share this on our yeah, Facebook the page, because the successful surgery was allowed, has allowed Mr. Sandness to chew food properly again and helped him win promotion, win a promotion in his work as an oil field electrician. Mrs. Ross said she has been worried about the meeting bringing back reminders of her husband. Dude, he has his face. Yeah, how can that not be? That's like, hello, that's a huge reminder. Yeah, his you you look face. like you look like my my dead ex husband. Well, I should. I have his face. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Whoa, okay. But without the same eyes, forehead, and strong cheeks, she was relieved to find Mr. Sad Sandness looked quite different. I don't think so. What? The pair wept as they hugged for the first time, and Mr. Sad oh Sandness... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> now it's your turn to be freaked out. The attack of the fucking 50-foot cat just happened. Hi, Katie. <laughs> oh, Mike says hi. <laughs> You're, yeah, the animals are well, all coming to see her. Yeah, you're all, Katie, she's like in front of a worldwide audience of like 10 people. Yeah, we're our worldwide audience of 10. Yep. We are on the podcast. Tell, tell the world, your daughter had a bug in her eye today. She had a bug in her eye instead of upper butt for a change. Oh, blink. <laughs> oh, a literal bug was in my ball. Podcasting here. What kind of bug I'm was it? too. What kind of bug was it? A little tiny little beetle. A little tiny little beetle. Oh, okay. So was it crawling around? Who was? Was it crawling around? She can't hear you. No, I'm. No, you're gonna have to translate for. She says she thinks I'm translating. (laughs) She thinks it was dead. When I got it out, it was like. So it was already in her eye, and it died in her eye. It probably died on impact. Well, ask her. Did it die on impact? Oh, she thinks so. That and she rubbed it into her eyes, so she smeared it around a little oh, bit. Oh, so she got beetle juice in her eye. Beetle juice! <laughs> Better than beetle jizz. Although, you know, you squished the whole bug, so you probably got some of that too. Jizz in your eye. No, the bug was full contact. Yes, I talked to my life. daughter like this, but she is 18. Okay, but did she check? Did she lift the back legs to check to see if it was did male or female? Did you lift the back legs to check to see if it was male or female? It was way too small to check. It was way too small to check. Well, you just get a closer look in your good eye. Just get a closer look in your good eye. <laughs> anyway, uh, see, right into the gutter. <laughs> That's usually where we end up. Well, yeah. Speaking of ending up, we're at the end of the show here. 
Oh, and I never did get to finish my story that you cut me off of at the beginning about going to Grounded Coffee. So, save it for Speaking next of, week. Save yeah, it for next I'll week. I'll new one. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. Do the outro. Thank you. I'm going to, if you would let me. Hurry up. Do the outro. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for joining us here at the MythBits podcast. Check us out at... T W O, I had to think. T W O B P. Nope. Yes, it is. UMBP. Yeah, T W O. Oh, I am. I forgot the M. Yeah. At T W O M B P on Twitter, Facebook.com slash T W O M B P. Or just look up the World of Myth Bits on Facebook. Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. But if you forget the word podcast, we'll still come up. Yep. What is she saying back there? Whispering in your ear? I'm not listening. <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> uh, she Kate, wants me to, she wants have me to, to get plug? her. Yes, she does. Her photography page is Katie's photography, Katie's photography on Facebook. She actually really does take kick-ass pictures. Okay, but did she pay for Just the saying. Plug? She's gonna. Yeah, uh, okay. She's gonna put dishes back in that cupboard. That's not paying. <laughs> That's not paying. I can't cash that. I can't buy comic books with her labor. No, but I'll have clean dishes. I don't care about your clean dishes. I want comic books. My kid, my labor. Your kid, your labor. Yeah, really. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. Anyways. No, I know. Alright. Anyway. Uh, plug your website www.stephaniebarty.me and you can find me at Stephanie Barty author on Facebook or my fan page Stephanie Barty or on YouTube Stephanie Barty author and at Lupa B on Twitter yes 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 (laughs) we will see y'all next week bye well we won't see ya bye they get it they get it. Don't give me the finger. Rude. In front of your children. Ah, uh, well. That's just, you're the impressionable youth of Canada. I am not a, I'm what? not a good mommy. You're not a good mommy? No, I'm not a good mommy. You're not a good, let's see, now. I'm a great fucking mommy. Katie? <laughs> can you back no, up you the suck. veracity? Can you what? What? What'd you say? I said you suck. She says, I suck. <laughs> and it's now on record. And thank you for listening. We'll talk with you guys next week. Bye. The world of myth, bitch.